as they beat Iowa 67-63. The Razorbacks of Arkansas, the number four seed in the West, will move on as they finally ward off a tough Vermont Catamount team and win it by a score of 75-71. to And Kansas, for the 15th straight time, wins their round of 64 game, 83 to 56. One second, rebound comes to Drame, and that's it! David has stunned Goliath! The 15th seed in St. Peter's Peacocks, the tiny school of only 2,600 students, has knocked off mighty Kentucky! 85-79 in overtime! I don't know about that. We'll make the official pick on the Duke game coming up in a bit. Put a pen in the men's bracket. We're going to talk women's basketball for a bit. Third hour, T-Row in the morning show on this Friday, March 18. Toby and TJ back with you. This show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Special guest joining us now, Tyler DeLuca, covering the OU women's basketball beat for OU Nightly. Tyler, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Toby. How are you? I'm good. Where are you from, Tyler? I'm born and raised in Norman. I'm born and raised. Very good. And tell me about your uh, – you've been following women's basketball for a long time now, right? How did that start? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, – really, it started I, – I grew up, I guess, I born and raised in Norman, so I went to all the Paris Twins games back in the day. Um, so it really started there, and then um, – when Kobe retired and started coaching his daughter, I really, that was probably around the time I really kind of dove into it. Um, and then last spring, we, uh, at, at OU, we started our own women's basketball TV show, Game Day U Hoops. Um, and it's kind of just taken off from there. Got to go to the Big 12 Championship. We talked to uh, Coach Baranchek every week, things like that. So, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's, what, I, it's what I want to do. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's my passion. I love it. That's very cool. That's very cool. You've been all over it all year, and it's great to have you on the show. The women's bracket starts today, by the way, but the Sooners obviously don't play until tomorrow night. So educate us up on this matchup with IUPUI. What do we need to know about the Jaguars of Uwe Pui? Uh they, they have, obviously, OU, if you've been watching the team this season, they've struggled a little bit with size down in the post, and they have some size down in the post. Macy Williams, uh, 
averages a double-double, 18 points, 10 rebounds a game, AP All-American, all honorable mention. Um, and, and this is not a team to overlook by any means. This team beat Iowa. I'm sure like, I mean, you've, you've probably seen the, the Caitlin Clark highlights. This team beat Iowa earlier in the season. They took Michigan to overtime earlier in the season. So this is not a team to, uh, to sleep on by any means just because they're a lower seed. Uh, but they have size down low in Macy Williams. They shoot the three pretty well as well. They shoot 36%. Um, and hold opponents to 25%, so they do it on both ends of the floor. Uh, so definitely not an opponent to overlook at all. What is your hunch on the status of Skylar Van? Um, well, we heard from Coach Baranchek earlier this week, and, and it seems like she's progressing um, a little bit. It, it's still kind of, uh, when, we, when we talked to her earlier this week, it seemed better than when we, what we heard on Sunday, but still by no means uh, official confirmation that she was going to play. Um, if I was to guess, I would say that she would be active, but that's just kind of an educated guess at this point. You've watched this team all year. How important is it that she play for Oklahoma's hopes? Not just in this I, game, but going forward. I, I think it's I think it's key. Honestly, uh, you have your two star scorers. You have Maddie Williams. You have Taylor Robertson. But OU has kind of struggled at times to to find that third score whenever one of them is struggling. And Skylar Van's really been the one, especially later on in this season, that's been able to step up in that role, scoring like 14, 15, 16 points. Um, and if they don't have that, and one of either Maddie or Taylor is struggling, they're going to have someone else is going to have to step up, um, and in, in that role that Skylar's been able to fill. So I think it's pretty imperative, honestly, for her to be there for for them to be able to kind of take the attention on the offensive side off Maddie and Taylor. Um, I'm sure you have, I saw your videos on, on your uh, Twitter feed. You've had a chance to talk to several of the Sooner players this week. They excited to be playing at home? Oh yeah. They're, they're pretty stoked. Uh, I know Kelby Washington, especially, uh, born and raised in Norman, just, just like I am. So I know for her, it's, it's really cool, um, being able to play at home. And she said, she said she's going to have family coming out, friends coming out. Um, and Maddie Williams as well. Just, I mean, when we, when we talked to her, she, she got pretty emotional, honestly, when she when she talked about you know seeing the March Madness logos in the arena and all the different brackets up in the arena, things of that nature. And I mean, this team has worked really, really hard, realistically, to get here. I and mean, this is this is not I mean, this is a team that's really gotten better over the course of this season. And and you could tell that you know they're they're not taking this for granted at all. Talking to Tyler Deluca from OU Nightly, he's covering the. OU Women's Basketball NCAA Tournament opening game tomorrow night. Tyler, have you peeked ahead at all at Notre Dame or UMass and what that potential matchup could look like in round two? Yeah, I, I have a little bit. I mean, I, I think that most people are expecting Notre Dame to, to beat UMass, but UMass is not a, a team to overlook either. They have, Atlantic, they have the Atlantic 10 Player of the Year, Sam Breen, uh, nearly up to Iowa State earlier, who OU has struggled against. They only lost by five to them. Um, but look, I mean, I, I, I think most people are expecting Notre Dame. I expect Notre Dame to, to get out of that. Uh, Notre Dame is going to be a fun one if, if they end up matching up uh, with the Sooners because, I mean, they have two freshman guards, Olivia Miles and Sonia Citron, who are both really, really high energy, fast paced. Uh, it's going to be a very back and forth and, and fun game. Uh, Notre Dame's honestly kind of struggled uh, throughout the end of this season. They, they closed their season against Louisville at home and were embarrassed, honestly. They were upset in the ACC tournament by Miami. Um, so Notre Dame is, is a, a little bit shaky right now, but they definitely have the talent uh, to pull off uh, a realistic, I mean, uh, the 5-4 upset. Um, 
they, they, they're, they're good on the defensive end as well. I mean, they, throw, they force about 17 turnovers a game. Um, so it, it's definitely going to be a challenge. But I, I think that Oklahoma matches up fairly well with Notre Dame uh, with their two best players being guards instead of having uh, a player like at IUPUI, like Macy Williams, where your best player is a post and everything is kind of going through that low post area where OU lacks a little bit of size. All right, Tyler, last question. We'll let you go after this. Back to the uh, opener against IUPUI tomorrow night. Where does Oklahoma have an advantage that they have to take advantage of to win this game? Yeah, though I, I think that it's going to be on the defensive end, honestly, for the Sooners. If they can, uh, IUPUI struggles with turning the ball over. They they have a negative turnover margin of two. Uh, I think if the Sooners can force turnovers, get out in transition, be fast with it, and, and I think that if they can get those easy points, they can build up a lead fairly quickly. Um, it's just going to be it's going to be tough dealing with that size down low as it has been all season for the Sooners. But if they're able to for, force turnovers at the top and, and make the guards struggle so that the ball can't even get to Macy Williams and, and score off those turnovers, I think the Sooners will be good. Hey, way to go, Tyler. That was fun. <laughs> uh, Sooners yes, win. Maybe we'll get you back on on Monday. Yes, sir. Sounds great. I'll be there. All right. Great talking to you, man. All right. See thank you, you. There you go. Tyler DeLuca. From OU Nightly, TJ. It's pretty good, huh? He knows his Handed stuff. Handled himself all right. He knows his stuff. I hope he got some extra credit for that. He made it onto the T-Row in the I morning was show, say, TJ. That's got to be like worth an A for the semester, right? It's no small accomplishment. You know how hard it is? You know, we don't accept every guest that wants to be on our show, TJ, right? No. You are a very difficult producer to get through. Tyler DeLuca. I was a little, I was like, who is this guy? Thinks he knows everything about OU women's basketball. He does. Turns out he does. Well done, Tyler DeLuca. TJ, who you got in uh, OU Ooey Pooey tomorrow night? Uh, Oklahoma at home. In your bracket, your women's bracket. Yeah. You you picking OU? I picked OU, yeah. What do you feel like is IUPUI strength? Uh, the length of their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a long one. It's a long one. <laughs> that's, How do you that's, feel the about break, two, that's the breakdown you get from me. How do you feel about two teams from Indiana coming to Oklahoma? Um... About the same way I would uh, two teams coming from any other state. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got a problem you know with it? You know what? Cancel Tyler DeLuke on Monday. All we need is you. <laughs> <laughs> why Why are we bringing in outside sources? <laughs> well, what kind of question is how do you feel about two uh, Indiana schools coming in from the same state? How do it's you feel about it? It's a macaroni award-winning well, question. How do you feel about it? Nobody else is asking that question. <laughs> have you heard anybody else ask? No, Jenny I can Baranchek honestly say I have not. How she feels about two teams from Indiana coming to no, play her? I, no. No, I have not heard that question. All right, then. You're I, the first. I rest my case. I rest my You're case. You're the first. <laughs> I rest my case. Okay, uh, break time. Mark Williams on the other side, and then we've got to finish our picks today for the men's bracket. And then we've got uh, Chris Plank at the end of the show. we got we got a busy hour. we got a busy, busy hour. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment.
Your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. We are flipping into this segment, Teach, and my hope is we will stick the landing. I see what you did there. We welcome in now the head coach of the men's gymnastics program at the University of Oklahoma, our good friend, Mark Williams. Good morning, Coach. Hey, Toby. Love to hear Rush in the morning. How about that? Pretty good, huh? What's your What kind of music do you listen to, Coach? Uh, I'm a 70s guy. Hmm. Rock Be and more roll. specific. Okay. Uh, 70s like rock. Yeah, I like The Who, like Rush. Led Zeppelin, you know, that kind of stuff. TJ, did you know that, or was that a happy accident right there? I, uh, the one uh, texture was telling me to play that for Skip, but Skip uh, likes the Doobie Brothers, so I said, well, I'll play it for Mark. So it worked out. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Um, Coach, do your guys, like, warm up and stuff with earbuds in these days? No, not too much. Though, I, you know, I have to... I have to put up with a lot of their music in the gym, but uh, right. occasionally I'll, I'll I'll put on some of my music, and you know their eyes will glaze up. I think. Yeah, so just tell them you're the head coach, and <laughs> someday when they're head coaches, they can listen to whatever they want to listen to. So. Yeah, exactly. Ohio State is a proud program coach, uh, a very strong gymnastic tradition. You clobbered them last weekend. Did you feel bad about that in any way? <laughs> I don't know if we clobbered them. Uh, I, I think in the end the, the score was a little bit uh, lopsided, but it actually was a pretty close competition uh, through the first three events. Uh, and both teams were doing really well. It, it was kind of fun that way like like you said they were uh you know a guy would go up and the next guy would kind of top that and we were kind of going back and forth for a while we were, we had a lead was there some trash most, talk you know there there was a little it, it was nice. a friendly rivalry uh but you know we were having some fun with it and um you know things were going pretty well we were we were comfortably ahead until we got to parallel bars and uh, one of my guys fell on a skill, and and I I made a probably a bonehead coaching decision to have him do that skill again, and he fell off on it again, and so we ended up with a ten on that event, you know, and that evened it up. We were tied <laughs> all of a sudden, and uh, two routines later, Ohio State returned the, the favor. They had a guy that fell twice, and and got a 10, and so we were ahead again. And, and we went to high bar and then just kind of closed it out with a, a great finish. But, you know, we, we know we can't afford to do that kind of thing. And I, at the moment I was like, well, he needs to figure out how to do that skill, and maybe he needs to figure it out in practice, not at the meet. So that was a bad call on my part. But uh, overall, you know, happy with the result. We're going to talk about Cal in a second. That's coming up tomorrow night for you at McCaslin Fieldhouse again. But the long-range goal here is to try to win a national championship. And Stanford, obviously, is the team that that seems to be the one to stand in your way. 
what do you need to do to be able to be able to beat them, Coach? What is it a particular apparatus rotation? Uh, what's between you and them right now in your mind? I think I'm going to call the, the coach at St. Peter's and get some pointers on How that. About that? I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I did mean, you I, have St. Peter's in your bracket? <laughs> I, I, I did not. <laughs> so no, not I kept thinking, Peter did. yeah, no, they did. no, and they they look like the better team and the better coach team, and that that's uh, really you know kind of what it's going to take for us to beat Stanford because they're they're just that deep and that good, and you know we we have the ability. We we still have to put five people out there on each event, just like in basketball. You have five players, and and they go after each other. So you know. It, we we can't we can't afford to have big mistakes, and we we've got to have one of those meets that we emotionally are just on from the beginning and, and create a lot of momentum throughout and, and have a great time doing it. I mean, you, you just got to be able to step up and throw those big threes in and and just be sometimes competing with abandon. But it is at your place, so. You know, eventually, I know we're assuming a lot of things that that could give you an emotional lift. It should give you an emotional lift, right? Absolutely. That's part of the reason why we continue to host national championships. You know, we've we've hosted four up to this point, and um, and we've won three out of four of those competitions. Partly because of the crowd and and recognizing that uh, you know it's our our house to defend and. And the the guys are up for it, so I'm hoping you know we we rise to the occasion. We we've got Cal, we've got uh, the conference meet at Stanford, and then then we host the national championship, and then our season's over. All right, tell me about the matchup tomorrow night with Cal. Yeah, Cal's been improving. Um, they've gone ahead uh, in above the 400 mark, which is uh, you know just just a handful of teams have done that so far this year. Uh, they got a pretty strong all-arounder that's kind of led them in that direction. So, you know, we feel like uh, it, it's another opportunity for us to to be at home, uh, defend the field house, improve on certainly improve on our parallel bar performance from last week. Uh, hope hopefully put up a good score. Um, we are going to be without Vitaly Gamaras, who's uh, competing at the DTP Cup and in. Stuttgart, Germany, and uh, doing well so far. The podium was last night, and he competes today. Um, and we we may be without Riddell uh, Gamboa, who uh, tweaked his back a little bit. So we may not have our 18, but I'm looking to, again, expand the roster a little bit, get, give some guys opportunities. I really don't think we should have much drop-off. So looking forward to it. The day could not work out better tomorrow for you folks at um, on campus. You've got a baseball game at 2, men's gymnastics at 6 o'clock against California in McCaslin Fieldhouse, and then the women's basketball NCAA tournament game is at 9. So it lays out perfectly for you to get to go spend all day watching the Sooners on campus at the University of Oklahoma. Coach, good luck to you guys tomorrow night, and we'll chat at you again in postseason. 
Yeah, thank you, Toby. We've actually got free admissions for those who go to any of the events. Uh, bring your ticket, and if you're in pajamas, you oh, can wow. come to the gymnastics meet and then go right over and watch the women. So Perfect. it ought to be a great day on campus. That's great. Hey, thanks, Coach. Good luck. All right. All right. Thank you, Toby. Bye-bye. Yep. See ya. OU and Cal, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Cal Berkeley uh, inside McCaslin Fieldhouse. A lot of people wearing their pajamas to the basketball game tomorrow night, TJ, because it's at 9 o'clock. Just roll right into bed. Do you have – I imagine you are a silky pajama type guy that would (laughs) make sense with this lifestyle that you Uh, wear. No, I do have pajamas. uh, Well, I don't have – I have pajama pants that I wear T-shirts with, but none of them are silk, no. You don't have a handkerchief in the pocket of your silky pajamas that no, you wear to bed or anything no, like that? just a T-shirt, yeah. Yeah. That's a sorry, surprise. Sorry to honestly. disappoint you. Sorry to disappoint That's you. That's a surprise, honestly. Uh, does your butler bring you a warm glass of milk at night right before you go to bed, TJ? I don't have a butler. I wish I did. Huh. But. Again, a surprise. I just drink room temperature water, by the way. I don't need a warm glass Gross. of milk or anything. Gross. Oh. Just give me uh, give me another game or two, and then we'll uh, take a break. Uh, and then we'll actually, can I do something side. else before that, and then we'll do that next I segment? I wish you would. Yeah. I need to tell people before I get in trouble again, like I have the last two days, about Winnie and Wendy, our pets of the week, brought to you by Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and OK Canine Corral, your doggy daycare grooming uh, resort right here in Norman for all of your doggy needs. Winnie and Wendy are the cutest little 10-week-old puppies. Uh, Lab Mix. I don't know which is which in the picture here. Um, I'll say Winnie is the one that is all black, but her chest is white, and it curves up across her neck. And then the other is a Lab Mix puppy, the sister. She's just solid black with a little bitty, I can't tell if it's on her neck or her chin, Looks like she has a white goatee. Uh, they are adorable, though. They will not be around long. If you think I've been thinking about getting a, a puppy, these are 10 weeks old. Lab mixes. They are adorable. In fact, the, the first one, one, which one? I think Did the, you say Winnie? Winnie and Wendy. Yeah. The first one looks like she's wearing a sash. A little bit. Like she's in a uh, Miss America contest or something. And I just noticed, like, like right on the forehead, just a... Very thin white line there as well. Really cool markings on her. And then the little white tips on her paws like she's got polish on or something. Question. Yes. Are the Perrys in the market for a new puppy? Not yet. Not yet. Um, these two were looked at, and it's just not time yet. There's there's a grieving process right. that's going to have understand. to take place. Uh, my wife is texting right now, capital letters in O. She's not ready for a new puppy <laughs> right. yet. So, But they are adorable. They are adorable. Uh, if you're interested in both, they, uh, do they one? need to stay together? Well, that I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe they would like to. Um, so if you're, you know, got the room and you're thinking about perhaps two, these are a set of sisters ready to go. Uh, Lab mix is ten week old. Uh, Norman Animal Shelter. If you want to check them out, thirty four twenty eight South Jenkins Avenue. You can give them a call four zero five two nine two ninety seven thirty six. And a big thanks to Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and OK Canine Corral. They are quite adorable. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely, yes. They're tiny little, tiny little things. Quite cute. 
All right, break time. Uh, we'll give you the rest of the winners today in the NCAA men's tournament next, back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. And we're back to the Toby Rowland Bracket Breakdown. Brought to you by Scuffling Lures. We're scuffling every day. <laughs> every day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, Again, I don't know if he was up all messing, night. You mm-hmm. were up all night. I don't know if Skip was messing with me earlier. I never know when he's messing with me or if he's being serious. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. Like he was sitting there earlier, and I was like, "Hello." He'd just sit there, and he's like, "Hello." I was like, "Coach." <laughs> he'd sit there, and he's like, "Yeah, you hear me?" I was like, "Yes, can you hear me?" And you just sit there, and he goes, and he just started laughing. I, I don't so I think he was messing with me, but I, I don't know for sure. <laughs> he was probably messing with you. Um, all right, uh, we left off with Delaware Villanova, correct? Yeah, I picked Villanova. Yeah. Uh, True TV, two ten p.m. tip off, Midwest region. Lincoln Riley and his USC Trojans taking on mm. the Miami Hurricane. Um, Canes, plural for Miami. Tulsa's one cane, Miami's plural canes. Miami hasn't beaten the team that made the NCAA tournament since its win over Vatek way back in January. Uh, But they did beat Duke on the road back in January. They are a very good offensive team led by Cam McGusty. They are not very good defensively. However, in no planet, on no planet, in no world, are we going to pick USC to advance in any sport for any reason. Right, TJ? Exactly. Miami. Correct. Miami is the pick. Miami is the pick. Next. Next game up this afternoon, 315 tip-off on TNT out of the West region, a 6-11 matchup, Alabama versus Notre Dame, two very likable programs. Uh, great football matchup, as uh, TJ <laughs> points out. But in, on the basketball court, uh, might leave something to be desired. Uh, Notre Dame had to go overtime to beat Rutgers in the play-in game. Where's this game being played, TJ? Is it in San Diego? Um, uh, let's see no, here. No, it's not San Diego. That yeah, one, it is it's San, San Diego. Diego, yes. yes. They went overtime Wednesday to beat Rutgers, then had to fly to San Diego and now play Alabama today. And I think you saw the impact on Indiana last night. It's just a lot. You throw the travel in there, the short prep. I, I don't I, – even if I thought Notre Dame could beat Alabama, I think that's too much. Uh, Bama wins this game. Forget all the matchups and the details and the personnel and all that kind of stuff. It's just a bad situation for Notre Dame. I got Bama. Next. <gasps> Uh, 3.30 tip-off on TBS. This will come out of the East region in Milwaukee. Six-seeded Texas versus the 11-seed Virginia Tech Hokies. I think I've struggled with this game maybe more than any other game on the board. Texas went one and done in the Big 12 tournament. Had a 20-point lead, blew it to TCU. Virginia Tech ran the table in the ACC tournament, had to win it, and did. Vodtech is a very popular pick in this game. Uh, 
Texas actually on a three-game losing streak coming into this. But a couple of those losses were Baylor and Kansas. So maybe not to get too concerned about. I, I Here's the problem. I think if you ask any time other than right now this year, Texas plays Virginia Tech who wins the game, it's an easy pick. It's Texas. They're better. They've got guards. They've got shooters. They've got a coach that's gone to the national championship game. But Virginia Tech's hot. And they're not nearly as talented as Texas, but they're hot. So I'm torn, TJ. I am reluctantly picking Vodtech on principle. I thought you said this morning you were changing it. I wanted to change it, but you can't change it. Okay. Once the bracket's made, and then, you know, it's Texas anyway, so I probably wouldn't have changed it. Vatek is the reluctant pick here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a tough game to uh, look at and pick. But um... Next. Next. 5.50 tip-off time in the South region, a TNT broadcast. Chattanooga versus Illinois. Going forward, could you please give me the announcers on each broadcast I don't, as well? I don't have that. I don't have no idea. Illinois uh, lost to Indiana in the Big Ten tournament, but they were the number one seed in the Big Ten for a reason. Uh, Kofi Coburn, dominant player in the middle that Chattanooga can't do anything about. I've heard some love for Chattanooga out there, but the choo-choo exits in round one, TJ. Illinois Derails. Wish I'd thought of that. That's good. Uh, C.S. Fullerton versus Duke out of the West Region, a 6-10 tip-off on CBS. What does C.S. Fullerton stand for, T.J.? Uh, California State University. Yeah, you, you, you read that funny. I thought maybe you didn't know. Uh, okay, give me the matchup again. Uh, C.S.U. Fullerton versus Duke. <laughs> um, a lot of people don't know this. I did a deep dive, though. I was up all night, and turns out this is the final year for Duke head coach Mike Shashevsky. What? When did they announce that? Well, he's kind of kept it on the down low. Whoa. Not a lot of people know, Shocking. but my research unveiled Shocking it. news. The Blue Devils have been a little enigmatic lately. Remember they lost at home? They got crushed by North Carolina in the farewell game for uh, Coach K? You remember that game, right, TJ? Mm-hmm. Coach K takes an L. That's the one right there. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. And then they went to the <laughs> ACC championship I can't game. can't get enough of him telling them to be quiet. And uh, Vodtech beat him by 15. Coach K takes an L. No, please. No, please. Everyone no, be shut quiet. your mouth. But it's Duke. It's the last NCAA tournament for Coach K. I think he's going to get some calls along the way. I think he might even get some magic to shine upon him. I've got Duke going all the way to the Final Four. They're se- they're certainly beating Cal State Fullerton today, so easy pick, Duke. CSU no, Fullerton and please. Duke. No, uh, <laughs> please, everyone be quiet. <laughs> Uh, another tough matchup, I think, to uh, call. 6-20 t- uh, tip-off on TBS. Uh, 
Midwest region, 6-11 game, LSU versus Iowa State. Boy, you're just relentless with these tough ones, aren't you, Teach? I'm wearing down. I don't here. make the matchups. I just read them. What a confusing matchup. Yes, you got LSU who has fired Will Wade. I don't even know if they've got a coach for this game, TJ. Who knows? How could anyone know? They turned the ball over like crazy. And if there's one thing Iowa State does, it's they play good defense. They turn you over. Iowa State played like hot garbage down the stretch. They scored 36 points at home against Oklahoma State late in the season. They scored 41 points in getting blown out in the opening game of the Big 12 tournament. It's hard to even justify Iowa State being in the field, but they're going up against the team without a head coach who turns the ball over like crazy. How is this not an NIT game is my question, Teach. This feels like a CBI (laughs) game to me. You know, a lot of these games are like, wow, these are two good teams. It's hard to see. I think these are two bad teams. I'm going to pick LSU. Just because I don't know if Iowa State can get to 50. But I don't feel good about it. LSU, reluctant pick. Next. True TV, 627 tip-off time out of the South region. The number one seed, Arizona Wildcats versus Wright State Technical School. Arizona lost its point guard in the Pac-12 tournament. That could keep them from going all the way but it won't keep them from beating Wright State Technical School. The pick is Zona. Next. The Fighting Kelvin Sampsons out of Houston Ah. taking on UAB South Region 820 tip-off on TNT. Um, Houston is very good. Uh, Houston, obviously, a Final Four team a year ago. Houston... Got him an 18-point win over Memphis in the AAC championship game. And you just saw Memphis look pretty good yesterday. Houston will not have a problem with the Blazers. The pick is Houston. Next. 840 tip-off on CBS West Region. How many more we got? My brain is getting very tired here, Uh, Three more counting this one, including this one, I should say. Uh, What region? uh, West Region. Steph Curry and the uh, Davidson Wildcats against Michigan State. Steph Curry has graduated. He's no longer there. I thought he had a year Uh, of eligibility left. There are no Currys. There are no Currys remaining on this team. Um, Davidson's kind of a trendy pick. I picked Davidson first. Foster Lawyer. Here's the interesting nugget on this game, TJ. Foster Lawyer is Davidson's leading scorer, right about 17 points a game. He came from Michigan State. How about Played that the last... for a drop of a nugget? I, I stayed up all night researching these games, TJ. Stayed up, uh, or he spent the last three years playing for Sparty, transferred to Davidson, and here they go. Now he's got to go against Tom Izzo in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Uh, Davidson is a good offensive team. They always have been under Bob McKillop. They run great offense. They get good shots. They back cut you. They hit threes. Michigan State, this is not a classic Tom Izzo Final Four contending team. It doesn't look like. But I changed my pick here to Michigan State because there are some hard and fast rules to the NCAA tournament, and one of them is you don't pick against Michigan State. You don't pick against Tom Izzo. So 
I changed my pick here to Michigan State on principle. The pick is Michigan State. Next. 850 TBS, Midwest Region, Wisconsin versus Colgate. What kind of a toothpaste do you use, TJ? Be Um, honest with us. Sensodyne. Sensodyne? Yeah. You have sensitive gums? I have sensitive teeth, yes. Were they? Did they hurt? I mean, what? 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 Does the gums bleed, or is it no, the teeth that hurt? No, or what, what's just, the sensitive uh, about? You know, uh, to temperatures. Sensitive so to the temperatures. toothpaste helps in that regard. It helps. Yeah, at least it in my you head. And is I like the, the flavor of it. a more expensive toothpaste? No, well, because I use the uh, Equate brand. Actually, if I'm being honest, so no. You use a generic, the Sensodyne? generic Sensodyne, yeah. Wisconsin has the Big Ten Player of the Year, Johnny Davis, one of the best players in the country. They play suffocating defense, but they lost their last two games, one of them to Nebraska, who's terrible. And Johnny Davis suffered an injury in the second half of that game. I think he's going to be okay, though. Uh, Colgate, number two in the country in three-point percentage, TJ. As a team, they shoot it over 40% behind the arc. This game scares me a bit. You're looking for a big upset today, like a St. Peter's over a Kentucky type upset? This is not quite that, but it's close. It would be a 14 over a 3. The pick today is Wisconsin, but I got my radar up for you, Colgate. I got my eye on you. Wisconsin's the pick. Next. Last game of the day, 857 tip-off, True TV, South Region, TCU, Seton Hall, 8-9 game. Oh, the Frogs close us out today, huh? Um, I like TCU's team. I think Jamie Dixon has done a really nice job with them this year. Uh, I Mike Miles... Uh, Damian Ball, they could really rebound it. But I think they're going to, I think they've accomplished their goal. I think getting to the NCAA tournament was the quest, and they will let their guard down a bit. None of these guys uh, know what they're doing in the, on this level. I think Seton Hall's going to get them in a close game. Seton Hall's the pick. Is that all of them? That's it. That's all of them. There you go. There you go. That's what's going to happen today. Chris playing next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Chris Blank had quite a night last night. We go to the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. I mean, it was like. He, he interviewed the entire athletic department in one night. <laughs> How did everything go last night? Skip Johnson is the most interesting man on the planet. Mm-hmm. Is there any and ifs or buts about it? So no, I agree it was with amazing. you on that. It, it was amazing. We started, I got to talk with Coach Casso. Uh, Nicole Mendes was out there with us because at first, Coach had said she might not be able to make it, so... We, uh, we went to our lifeline, Nicole, and then thankfully Coach was able to make it, so we talked a lot about the Hawaii trip and breaking the record, and Coach was giving me the business about getting all excited whenever the call was on SportsCenter and we were in the room, so that was fun. But then Skip Johnson sits, <laughs> then Skip Johnson sits down, 
and he immediately goes, hey, I want to show you something. And he, and he pulls his phone out, and he's fishing with Jimmy Houston. For yeah, he day. loves showing everybody. <laughs> oh, man, clip. I loved it. It's pretty I loved, cool. I, I love that, man. I love that, man. And then, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, Toby, with, with our schedule, I hadn't had a chance to really get to talk to or know Tim Langford, the track and field coach. So mm-hmm. sat with him for, you know, a good five to seven minutes. And he was great. Had a national champion in Vernon Turner there. And uh, Gerald Langley, who's his, I might say, position coach, but jumps coach. And it was just, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit nervous just because, you know, you're you're usually the student sports talk guy. You know, when we fill in, it's either for you doing a basketball game or something, and I didn't know how it was going to go. And it was great. It was fun. Now, it ends up costing me a lot of money because I buy $20 with a barbecue every time I leave. But um, right. it was great. It was awesome. No, hosting the Rudy shows is a financially losing situation. <laughs> the, the gas plus the barbecue, uh, you That's come right. out on the negative side of things. But right. it is uh, it is as educational, that's for sure. Yeah, so. it truly well, is. And, and we got softball today. Um, Sam Houston and Indiana. That's right. Yep. How uh, good are these teams? Well, again, Tiro, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that we're going to have a hard time finding anyone that's going to give the Sooners much competition uh, this weekend. But here's the great news. They're sold out on Saturday. They sold out. Nice. They sold the low, They sold five thousand tickets for Saturday's game. So um, you know, San awesome. Diego on Saturday is, is Shea Knight, and she is, is their hitting coach. So yeah, I, listen, Indiana's pretty good. They'll see a good pitcher tonight. But I hope we get a chance to play Kentucky on Tuesday. I'll be their big matchup. I think. Chris, have a great show. Have a great call. I might bug you later. Do it. I'll be around. I'm not doing anything. Sorry, bud. All right. See you, man. Chris Plank coming up, Plank Show, Josh Helmer. He lost his national champion already. Um, we got baseball tonight, 6.30. First pitch, OU in New Orleans, 6 o'clock pregame. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the hoops.